You're amazing, you're incredible, and you are awesome. And that's the reason you are listening to the Trastar Sports Station. We do our best here to keep you entertained and engaged. God bless. Have a wonderful and incredible day. Keep it locked right here to Trastar Sports Network. Hello? Hey, Derek, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, awesome, awesome. All right, so we're back with Derek Myers, host of the Bayfield um, and Celtics fan. Just, just... On an incredible day, just an incredible day uh, for the for the, <laughs> for the Celtics. Um, so, if if I'm a LeBron fan at this point, what where do I go from here? What, what is my thought process? What, what am I feeling going into the season? Um, you're fearing when LeBron leaves. Mm. Because what I don't care how you slice this, the Cavs have to rebuild. There's no way that they can continue being what they are right now um, moving forward after this season. They can't do that. I mean, you're, you're, you have most, mostly players that are old on the bench. Um, I've been saying that for the last two years, two or three years. So um, they got to get younger. They got to get younger. I, I see where getting this, this next pick helps them with that. So, of course, that helps them with the future. Um, but I don't think LeBron's going to want to be there for a rebuild. I really don't. That doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think he leaves at the, at the end of the season. I don't think getting uh, Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder changes that. That doesn't change that at all. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what they what they you know do. I think they I think they get the number two seed again. Um, I see. I see needing them up in, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I see Boston winning the Eastern Conference Finals. I see Boston going to the Finals next season. Um, now, I, I noticed that your enthusiasm, your enthusiasm for Zizix ha- has changed tremendously. Because so, <laughs> 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 you didn't even mention him <laughs> when, when yeah. you said players they just acquired, and they acquired Zizic, right? So they have him. And so now that they have him, what about his immense potential? Does that make up for losing Kyrie Irving? No. Um, if you think about it, like their system under Tyron Lue, I, I don't see how their system um, develops any young players. I don't see that. Like that's why that's why I loved Zizic uh, being in Boston because the system that Brad Stevens has is makes every player that has been in Boston since Brad Stevens got there a better player. When when we got Isaiah Thomas, that was like he was a he was a player coming off the bench. When we got uh, Jay Crowder, nobody knew who he was in in, in uh, at Dallas. So <clears throat> both players got tremendously better. Avery Bradley got tremendously better on both offense and defense. Um, Al Horford got even better. Um, I, I think you're going to see players like Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward get even better in, in, in uh, Brad Stevens' system. So I, I, I see that's the reason why I was so happy um, thinking about Zizic is because uh, it's, it's a big man, um, uh, young, and he would have time to develop underneath Al Horford. When you go to Cleveland, who's the, who's the guy you're going to be developing under? Tristan Thompson. I don't see how that makes you any better. Tristan Thompson, mm. we've already said, is a, is what below average center. That's just in Cleveland. That that with LeBron James, 
he now looks like one of the top centers in the league, which he's not. He got paid like like he is or close to it, um, but he's not. He's not. So when you see LeBron James leave Cleveland, guess what happens to Tristan Thompson? He gets deflated. So I don't I don't see how um, how Zizic is able to to thrive in Cleveland. I don't see how Cleveland is able to really do anything. Uh, think about it. Like I said earlier, um, their their worst thing um, last season was defense, and they got worse on defense with getting Isaiah Thomas. And their backup point guard is Derek the Wilted Rose. So I don't see how on earth you're going to tell me, anyone can tell me that Cleveland is actually better than Boston. You can't tell me that. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. So How does Cleveland I, I, play this now? Do, who, who do they move where? What's their starting lineup look like? It's going to be Isaiah Thomas, um, J.R. Smith at the two, I believe. Um, Wouldn't you move Derek Rose to the two? You could put him at the two, but I mean, I don't, I don't see how it's smart starting Derrick Rose. I don't see how you can, how you can rely on Derrick Rose to to play big minutes. If you put him on the floor and he plays big minutes, uh, you're just he's a ticking time bomb. I think he mm. gets an, he gets another knee injury, and you don't want that. I mean, I don't wish any injury on any player, but if you look at the, the facts, that's what it looks like. Um, so yeah, you could put him at the two, but. I mean, I wouldn't. I would have him come off the bench. Because if you think about it, last season, um, Cleveland had nobody on the bench. Cleveland was sitting there with, with Kyle, Kyle Korver and uh, and, and uh, I forgot who else they had on there. But, I mean, it's, it's, look, I don't see how Cleveland wins this. I don't see how they won this trade. Stephen A. Smith is, is, is on something to say that Boston is still the number two seed and, Cle- and Cleveland is the favorite to come out the East. That makes no sense. And they, what does Boston starting lineup look like? Oh, Kyrie Irving. Um, uh, it's either going to be Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown at the two. Uh, Gordon Hayward, Marcus Morris, Al Horford, and then coming off the bench will be Terry Rozier, uh, um, either Smart or Brown, um, Tatum, uh, um, Aaron Baines. Um, you, so they have a lot of flexibility. Um, with Boston, I mean, um, I forget. There's a couple other players I'm, I'm forgetting, but um, Boston has a lot of flexibility. They they have a lot to do, whether um, you know when they want to play a big ball or a small ball. Um, they're young uh, and and they're ready. I think this is their time. I think this is their time to strike and and go ahead and go for the finals. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Warriors, but I believe that this will be the beginning of a good rivalry against the Warriors. It's our time. Do you think Cleveland? Do you think Cleveland is trading to another one? Say this one more time. Do you think Cleveland takes this trade and turns what they got and keep it right? They keep Isaiah Thomas, but then they take the Zivich and they take um, uh, Crowder and Crowder. then maybe the draft pick and then turn that into another major player. If they're able to, that's that, to me. I don't see who you get. I I, I don't see who you get. Um, I don't know because maybe you entice the Carmelo move it, with the draft pick. So and, you're and saying you're saying flip this to to New York for for Carmelo Anthony. 
still yeah. that doesn't work. That still to me that doesn't make Cleveland a a finals contender or a championship contender. Rather, I, I don't see that. I don't see that. I mean, same thing. Carmelo Anthony is not a great defender. Uh, a great defender. So you can't tell me that they can go out and get these offensive players and all they do is, is shoot and can't play defense. So yeah, you could go out there and, and flip these these players uh, all um, outside of um, Isaiah Thomas. You can flip those two players and pick for for Carmelo Anthony, which I doubt New York does. Um, but for for argument's sake, let's say they do it. You can do that, and what? does Cleveland do? I mean, you're going to have Carmel uh, play, what, the, the, the three or four? They're not going to do better. They're not going to be any better defensively. So, honestly, that is nothing for them. Um, it's just, they're still old. Like, they're not getting any younger if they go out for Carmel Anthony. So, they're still older. So, I'm all smiles, bro. I, I really believe this is, this is Boston's time. Um, it just makes sense to me. It, it makes a lot of it. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, rumors are, are swirling that Dwayne Wade will come to the Cavaliers. Um, as, I see him maybe going to Miami. Do you see him going to Miami? Yeah, I do. Dwayne Wade. Because if you think about it, yeah, if you think about it, it's um, the uncertainty of LeBron um, for the next year. He, Dwayne Wade has already been on a team where LeBron left him. So I highly doubt he's going to want to be putting putting himself into a position where that could happen again. You go to Miami, you have uh, Hassan Whiteside, you have Drogic, you have uh, Justice Winslow, you have Deion Waiters. You have a team that can actually do something. I would I would say that makes more sense for Dwayne Wade. He's got his money. The only reason why he left my, Miami was because they weren't offering him money. If he gets his buyout from Chicago, he has his money. So all you got to do is go back down to Miami and finish your career out down there. It doesn't make any sense to go to Cleveland. But there's no shot at a championship if he goes to Miami. There's no shot for who? There's no shot for Dwayne Wade at a championship if he goes to Miami. He can actually go to Cleveland and contribute maybe even as a um, as a part-time starter or somebody coming off the bench and have a shot at a championship. What do you say to that? I, I'd say that's true. Um but I don't see them winning anything with that lineup. I really don't. Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, uh, LeBron James, that's a nice little little team, but that's not going to win them a championship, especially against Golden State. No, no. No, you need you need to get younger and you need to get better defensively, and, and that's what Cleveland has not done yet. So... <laughs> Hey, I'm all, I'm all for it. Let's see what happens. Mm. Let's see what happens. I, I don't see them winning anything. I don't but see you them think, coming out of the East. You think Boston have, has I, got there? You think Boston got there? Yes. Yes. They're, they're I, not I, championship I, I ready. I wholeheartedly believe that. They are finals ready. The next okay. step is to is to figure out Golden State. They are finals ready. They're they're not. I'm not. I'm not going to say championship in 2018, even though I would love to say that. That's 10 years uh, after the OA championship. That would be beautiful. That would be poetic. I would love that. Um, I think you would. I think you'd have to have some type of significant injury to one of the, um, to one or two of the starters for that to happen. Wow. So you think you think they're already voted past Cleveland? 
they're now in that Golden State round where they have to they have to figure out how to beat the the big four. And, and you think if one of the big four goes down, that may be a wrap, and and this may be Boston's year. I'm gonna say this: Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston are their older players on that team. Absolutely. Um, if if you have a significant injury, which I'm not hoping for. I'm just saying, if you do have a significant injury to a Durant or a Draymond or a Curry, if you have two of the four hurt for any extensive period uh, going into the playoffs or into the finals, uh, yeah, Boston wins that easily. Wow. I'd say Boston wins that in about five, five or six. Okay. Okay. I would, well, I would definitely say that because if you, if you think about it, Boston won last this last season. They beat they beat Golden State and held them to a season low of eighty six, and that was just with Isaiah Thomas. So if you're telling me we can get Kyrie Irving, who won against uh, Golden State, you have uh, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, and the, the the rest of that team the way they are right now. Yes, I definitely do believe that Boston could win against Golden State. Wow, wow. Well, yo, thank you so much, man. Um, this this is just a little teaser for, for debate fuel coming up this Saturday. I I know you're gonna be super oh, yeah. lit for that show. Oh, I'm I'm wearing my Celtics hat. Um <laughs> I'm 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 hyped. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go up uh, I need to go ahead and clean that real quick and, and uh get ready 'cause I'm I'm ready to uh... <laughs> well, I look forward to it, man. Um, thank you so All much, right, man. A lot, a lot of information, a lot of information. Um, the absolute best, man, when it comes to to analyzing the Celtics. All right, thank you so much, bro, for your time, and um, hey, look no forward problem. to the Saturday. All right, man. I'll see you then. All right, one. All right. It presented itself. It wasn't available earlier in the summer. This, this same opportunity, and um, these are very difficult decisions, as you can imagine. It is a high price tag. It is a, a, a great value that we're giving up. Um, we, we love Isaiah and love Jay Crowder and giving up a quality first-round pick, but, you know, acquiring a, a 25-year-old perennial all-star, um, a player that, you know, fits a, a timeline for us and is a, is a fantastic offensive player, is one of the best offensive players in the league. They, you have to pay a heavy price. We love the guys that were here, and we didn't really want to give up any of those pieces to make this deal work, but we're excited to have Kyrie. Hey, this is Rick Smith with TriStar Sports, y'all. Um, man, I'm absolutely blown away by this trade. I'm blown away by this trade. Um, I would like to know how you feel. Um, leave a leave a comment. Leave leave something. You know, call in, do something. Let me know how you guys feel about this trade. Um, and tell me who you think won the trade. Because at the end of the day, um, I really don't know how this impacts the the NBA, but I know it's going to be huge, and I know it's going to be really impactful. So tell me who you think won this trade. All right, I look forward to hearing the call-ins. McMenamin with us on Sports of the Cavaliers are his beat, and it has been a busy workday. Uh, Dave, the Cavs satisfy Irving's trade request. If I'm a Cavs fan, should I be satisfied with what came back to me? And still, can I own the Eastern Conference? I, I think satisfaction is attainable if the Cavs find out for sure that Isaiah Thomas's hip is healthy. 
the only way the Cavs can come out really feeling good about this deal is if they get a guy they can plug into that starting lineup and try to replicate the point production that Kyrie Irving did. Kyrie averaged almost 30 points per game in the NBA Finals. Uh, and, and that's right around the number that, that mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas put up last year in his best season as a pro. Uh, but because of his stature, his height, of course, we know he's, he's one of the you know, mighty mites in the mm -hmm. league. If he doesn't have that explosiveness, it's going to be a hard time him being as effective as he's been. So before Cavs fans can really judge it, uh, they got to wait to see how IT looks and, and, and how his body responds to this hip rehabilitation. LeBron is an angle in all things Cavaliers. So right away, we look to the offseason. But you know, there's certainly, what do you see as the impact there in the way he starts to filter things for his decision? Well, the Cavs front office, Kobe Altman, his first major task as taking over as GM after David Griffin and the team parted ways, uh, he accomplished two things. He got something back in the short term, and that's Isaiah Thomas and, and Jay Crowder, uh, who could potentially help them get back to a fourth NBA Finals, and he helped the team in the long term. And that unprotected number one pick mm -hmm. from Brooklyn, that's a major, major asset. And say the Nets stink next year, and say that ends up as the number one pick, that could not only protect the Cavs should LeBron leave, but potentially be something that the Cavs show to LeBron and say, here's a reason to stay. We're going to get a guy like Marvin Bagley. We're going to get um, uh, Michael Porter. Uh, some of the top-tier guys who are out there, if LeBron would be so enamored by them, perhaps that would be a reason for him to want to stay versus going out perhaps to L.A. where you know all the talks about him playing with young guys like Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball at the Lakers. Uh, maybe that, that pick from, from Brooklyn could be the game-changer in terms of keeping LeBron in a Cavs uniform. Dave McMenamin, you have a month until training camp. Are you ready? <laughs> Not yet, but I'll get there. <laughs> All right. Get in your sprints. Thanks, Dave.